Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Yellow Pages' third quarter 2021 earnings release call. Today's conference call contains forward-looking information about Yellow Pages' outlook, objectives, and strategy. These statements are based on assumptions and are subject to important risks and uncertainties. Yellow Pages' actual results could differ materially from expectations discussed. The details of the Yellow Pages' caution regarding forward-looking information, including key assumptions and risks, can be found in Yellow Pages management discussion and analysis for the third quarter of 2021. This call is being recorded and webcast, and all of the disclosure documents are available on the company's website and on CDAR. I would now like to turn the meeting over to Mr. David Eckert, President and Chief Executive Officer. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome to our third quarter analyst call. Uh, today, as usual, we'd like to make some brief comments about our progress uh, and then take your questions. Uh, I am joined here today by Franco Shinamblo, our Senior Vice President and Chief Financial Officer, uh, Trina Cooper, our Senior Vice President and Corporate General Counsel, and Sherilyn King, our Senior Vice President of Sales, Marketing, and Customer Service. Um, uh, today, uh, we report for the third quarter, uh, I think, quite strong results uh, and uh, including a big step forward uh, on our steady march toward revenue stability. Um, from a revenue standpoint, uh, for the fourth consecutive quarter since COVID-19 hit, uh, we report a favorable bending of the revenue curve in the third quarter with a markedly better rate of change in revenue than reported in the previous quarter. In fact, uh, the, the improvement there in just one quarter uh, is approximately four percentage points, uh, which we're very, very pleased about. Um, also, although we don't report our bookings uh, in detail, I can tell you that the trends in our bookings, uh, which are the leading indicator of report, our reported revenue, uh, those trends continue to be quite strong uh, as we continue our, our, our revenue march. Um, and that's, uh, all of that is while uh, we continue to make good progress uh, on uh, executing our programs to expand our uh, sales force and to add to our strong uh, product portfolio. Uh, from an earnings standpoint, uh, we report a very strong 37 dollars percent of revenue is as uh, adjusted EBITDA, um, a good quarter there again, um, and uh, uh, from a cash standpoint, uh, we have, uh, as of the end of October, uh, one month beyond the end of the quarter, uh, our cash balance has grown to approximately $113 million, uh, and that is um, uh, in spite of the fact that we have uh, also, uh, as we said we would, uh, so far this year, by the end of the quarter, uh, made between
between two and three million dollars of voluntary incremental payments toward our defined benefit pension plans wind up deficit and we've continued uh, uh, making our quarterly dividend. Yesterday our board has declared a 15 cent per common share a dividend to be paid uh, in the middle of December. Uh, and finally, from a cash standpoint, we are continuing uh, our current uh, NCIB uh, program. So um, from a high level, we're very gratified uh, by the results uh, and particularly the accelerating progress on revenue uh, while holding profit and cash generation still at, uh, at very high levels and consistent. Um, now I'd like to uh, turn it over to Franco Shinamblo, Chief Financial Officer, who will provide a few more details on this, and then we'll be happy to take your questions. Thank you. Thanks, David, and good morning, uh, everyone. Uh, let me take you through our financial results for the third quarter ended September 30th, uh, 2021, starting with uh, our revenues. Uh, our revenue decreased by 9.4 million or 11.7% year over year and amounted to 70.9 million for the third quarter. That's a significant improvement from the decrease of 15.5% reported last quarter. The decrease in revenues for the quarter is due to the decline of our higher margin digital and print products and to a lesser extent our lower margin digital service and resale products. This change in product mix continues to put some pressure on our margins. On the digital revenues front, it decreased by 10.3% year over year to 55 million for the third quarter, an improvement from the decrease of 13.6% reported last quarter. The decrease in revenues for the quarter is mainly due to the decline in the number of customers partially offset by an increase in spend per customer. Print revenue decreased by 16% to 15.9 million, resulting from a decline in both the customer count and spend per customer. On adjusted EBITDA for the quarter, it was impacted by the pressure from revenues and investments in our telesales force capacity, partially offset by efficiencies in various cost reductions. The efficiencies and cost reductions uh, continue to be from continued optimization in operations and reductions in other operating costs, including reductions in our workforce and associated employee expenses, our office space footprint, and other spending across the company. As a result, adjusted EBITDA decreased year over year by uh, only 0.7 million or 2.5% to 26.6 million, while EBITDA margin increased to 37.5% from 34.0% for the same period last year. Revenue pressures coupled with investments in our telesales force capacity partially offset by continued optimization will, to continue, will continue to create some pressure on our margins in upcoming quarters. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, adjusted EBITDA's CapEx decreased by 0.6 million or 2.4% to 25.3 million, while adjusted EBITDA's CapEx margin increased from 32.4% to 35.7%. This decrease in adjusted EBITDA's CapEx was driven by the, slightly decrease, by the slight decrease in adjusted EBITDA as the CapEx spend was stable year over year. Uh, our workforce, as at September 30, 
decreased to 652 employees compared to 698 at the same date last year. Sales headcount increased by 27, while all other headcount decreased by a total of 73. Net earnings increased by 4.7 million year-over-year to 13.7 million, compared to 9 million for the same period last year. The increase in net earnings is explained mainly by the decrease in adjusted EBITDA and higher provision for income taxes, being more than offset by decreases in depreciation and amortization, restructuring other charges, and financial charges. As you you may recall, in August of 2021, we entered into a normal course issuer bid to purchase up to 60 million of common shares in the open market for cancellation over a 12-month period. By the end of the third quarter, the company had purchased 28,357 common shares for a cash of 0.4 million under this program. And as previously announced as well, the board approved the voluntary incremental 4 million cash contribution to the company's defined benefit pension plans wind-up deficit in 2021 as part of a deficit reduction plan. During the third quarter, the company made payments totaling 1.7 million, bringing our year-to-date total to 2.3 million in voluntary incremental cash contributions to the plan's wind-up deficit. Uh, and also, as David mentioned earlier, our strong cash generation has grown cash on hand to approximately $130 million at the end of October. And the board uh, of directors approved a cash dividend of $0.15 cents per common share payable on December 15 to shareholders of record as of November 26. This concludes our formal remarks. Thank you for taking the time to join us this morning. We will now take your questions. Thank you. We will now take questions from the telephone line. If you have a question and you're using a speakerphone, please lift your hands up before making your selection. If you have a question, please press star 1 on your device's keypad. You may cancel your question at any time by pressing star 2. Please press star 1 at this time if you have a question. There will be a brief pause for the participants register for questions. Thank you for your patience. Once again, please press star 1 at this time if you have a question. There are no questions registered at this time. I would like to turn the meeting back over to Mr. Eckert. Um, we, uh, We thank you all for joining us. We've actually received very good feedback about the efficiency of these meetings, so uh, we're, uh, we're happy to, uh, to see you here, and we're happy to uh, be efficient in our comments, and we're always delighted to, um, to communicate with you. So uh, we, we wish you a good day, and we thank you for joining us. Thank you. The conference has now ended. Please disconnect your lines at this time, and we thank you for your participation. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 